0: Hey there, it's Joycelyn Wells with Joy Exposed and it's Wednesday, April 7th. So I'm celebrating tonight. And I didn't think about it until this morning when I was looking at um, my memories on Facebook. And that lets you know right there I've gotten too busy if it wasn't in the forefront of my brain. Anyway, I'll tell you guys what I'm celebrating in a minute. Let's do three cheers with Joy. I got some bubbly. (laughs) It's become one of my favorite things. I think i've had champagne like i'm drinking out of my stm specialties joy exposed uh tumbler hopefully i can have some of those for sale after a while on my when about some merchandise that's gonna be fun so of course i get to pop the cork right All right. I hope you guys have something yummy you're drinking tonight as we celebrate Three Cheers of Joy. And I hope you have identified three cheers of joy. Here we go. Oh. Cheers. Oh, look at that. You have to be on live trying to catch it. That'll be a little bit extra, don't you think? Anyway, so three cheers of joy brought to you by this is called the collection. It's a Prosecco. Um, and I got it from Target. I went to Target today. I had to get a couple things and I tried it. So maybe it's a Target brand of wine or their label that they kind of have for a really good price. So we're going to see how it tastes. Pretty good off of my hand, (laughs) but probably tastes like lotion too. So cheers. Oh yeah, that's not bad. All right. So three cheers of joy and um, three moments of self celebration have nothing to do with anyone but you and you just have to pull them out and just remind yourself that you're great you're on your path you're being a purpose you're doing what you're supposed to do celebrate them all right so the first cheer of joy comes from me today i knew that i was going to take a nap when i got home because i was tired um so i took a nap but then i awoke from my nap and i immediately started thinking about things i needed to do i had a business call which i missed I thought it was seven. It was six. Um, Well, we didn't ever really say a time. It was more like, let's do the same time tomorrow, which was about 645 yesterday. So I was thinking seven, you know, but anyway, I missed the business call. We're going to, we reschedule. That's fine. Um, And then I was thinking of some other stuff I needed to do for work and, but I gave myself permission to just lay there. I just gave myself permission to lay there and do nothing. Just, (sighs) sit in that moment. So that's my first cheer of joy. I just sat in a moment of nothingness um, because I needed it. My body needed it. My mind needed it. So cheers to that 30 minutes of nothingness. My second cheer of joy, as I went to the audiologist today to get my CAT scan and MRI results and... um, I can't hear. (laughs) Ta-da! So I I, I still can't hear. And because it's conductive hearing loss, there's nothing really to be done other than a possible hearing aid. And I'm not there yet. I do pretty well still. It's not changing. We got the operative reports from my first surgery back in 2010, 2011, 2011, 2010. So we got, they got those and was able to compare, just kind of have a baseline of what it looked like. So my first surgery, they replaced the stapes, and the stapes, was, they replaced it with titanium, no, a platinum stapes. So that's the little piece that vibrates. And I could hear really well for a while, and then I noticed just not long ago that it deteriorated. So that's my second share of joy. I went to the audiologist. It is what it is. You get a hearing aid when I'm ready that's it so you know i guess it could be worse i could be getting ready to have surgery or i could have and it's none of that so i just have to take that as a plus and just move forward right i've been dealing with it for this long it's not going to make much difference now so cheers to my audiology appointment and just keep it fucking moving cheers So my first cheer of joy was giving myself permission to have 30 minutes of nothingness. My second cheer of joy was just my audiology appointment was just, it is what it is, right? Nothing good, nothing bad, just keep it moving. So that's done. My third cheer of joy, for this week, is that, oh, I got to see my mom and my sister and my nieces yesterday. Um, they came down to Kissimmee, so I rode over and spent the afternoon with them. Gosh, I got a lot of cheers of joy for this week. I'm going to go with that one, and I'll talk about the other stuff. But, yes, yeah, so I got to see my mom and my sister and my nieces, and I took my grandbaby, Arielle. She's a lot of freaking fun. Like I, I guess that's why you don't get to enjoy your children the way you enjoy your grandchildren. It's just a whole different beast, right? So. That was fun. They hung out at the pool, went swimming. We had some not so yummy pizza. And then it was time to go to bed. And then I got up and came to work this morning. So, you know, it was kind of fast, but it was worth it. So cheers to that kind of an impromptu visit with mom and sister. Those are my three cheers of joy. Giving myself permission for 30 minutes of nothingness. My audiology report, which non plus, I ain't gonna do anything, just come back in a year and seeing my mom and sister kind of impromptu. So that was really cool. So those are my three cheers of joy, just moments for me to celebrate and appreciate that as I walk my path, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be and the opportunities come to me as they should. And I have to appreciate that and recognize that and continue moving forward. So we all do. So cheers to you. Thank you guys for joining me tonight on April 7th, 2021. And what's so special about tonight well tonight my first book ah, is four years old my baby the virtues of joy she's four years old i cannot believe four years old and i started writing it in february and then i published it april so it took me like five weeks to write it and then went to editing and now it was published. So we're four years old, and that's why we're having Prosecco tonight. We're celebrating. Happy birthday to The Virtues of Joy. Emotionally erotic short stories. Ooh, they're so yummy if you haven't read them. And this book that I have is the book, my first copy of it. And as I went through reading it, I was making correction. Title pages set up and uh, typos that I didn't, get where I wanted the preface like so this has my notes in it and I hang on to this the funny thing about this is that when I went to get a copy off the bookcase of the first book I don't have any more so I've sold them out and I think I've probably sold about maybe 5,000 copies I think I may have. it's the last time I checked it was more than 4,500 so maybe I've sold about 5,000 copies of it now and that's in four years and it's pretty exciting. I have learned a lot of lessons about being an author and what to expect of my book sales, and also how to advise my authors that I publish for, and that come onto my label. So, this book is hugely special for me because I wrote it, and I wasn't trying to. The second book I was trying to, you can tell, and the third book I was trying, it was better, you know. So. I think i have five books out now three sets of virtues and just some short stories and then i have a really awesome book that i'm working on i'll finish it um hopefully this summer because i'll have some time uh to just to myself to write finish writing the book Uh, and, uh, and it's called happiness begins with i and that's been a process you know that's gonna dig into some emotional spaces of me some growth places for me and just trying to help people. Like I want people to see, and you want to say help because it's like you're saying something about somebody, like not help. I want people to understand that that road to freedom and that road to just being okay with who you are is not an easy road to take. And we have all been kicked around, had our asses kicked. We've all been mentally jacked up, emotionally jacked up, but work, family, all of it. And how do you, what did I use to heal from those things? What did I use to rip those bandages off and allow the healing to happen? And the, the um just the movement and growth in me. So that's what happiness begins with I is all about. And I'm excited about it. And I, I'm, ex- I'm excited for a couple of reasons to see my words in that, in that self-help or whatever to see my words in that or you know so i'm what is it going to look like because i've written some really yummy stuff and set myself free and set my words free but now what does it look like when i'm offering solutions (laughs) when i'm offering something of guidance um for somebody else i'm excited to see what that's going to look like um, my goal was to publish a book a year and I've done that. So the virtues of joy, all of the series are um, on audible. They're available on ebook and they're available in paperback. So Barnes and Nobles, Walmart, Amazon, of course, my bookcase usually, but I'm out. So the book is everywhere. And there's some good, good stories. I may even have to do a um, bedtime story one night. I may read one there. The the stories are so much freaking fun. Like, and they're sexy so anyway happy anniversary to the virtues of joy if you don't have a copy get a copy cheers if you want an autograph copy send me 20 bucks but you gotta wait like two weeks because i gotta order some more tomorrow i can't believe i'm out of books zoned out so There we go. And so this is a beautiful painting on the front. I'm even gonna sell this, a print of this painting. This is a painting of a woman from the back. It's her hair, her shoulders, and her bottom. So this is a beautiful painting. I have prints of it autographed by the um, artist. And um, I'm even gonna have those for sale on my website too because they're gonna look good on somebody's wall. So cheers to Virtues of Joy and author Joycelyn Wells celebrating tonight. And tomorrow I'm celebrating Joy Exposed podcast is two years old. So April is my month of celebrations. I I just didn't pay any attention to that, but it is. So I'll get to celebrate that tomorrow night. We can drink to it tonight, of course, but um, tomorrow night I'll be with um, Faceless Love and his daughter. So I'll celebrate with them a little bit. Well, you guys know I'll celebrate anyway. <laughs> I can be by myself and be like, "Hey, cheers! Let's get it." That's one thing I have learned how to do is not wait for somebody to celebrate with me. So that's kind of funny. Um, and let's see what else. Let's do Facebook post of the week, brought to you by STMSpecialties.com. And I just pull some random posts and have conversations about them. Um. Uh, have random conversations about them what I By think stm. about them um, uh, some random posts Oop. and have conversations That's, I do that every them. time y'all help me here um so I'm going to uh start with a uh, Facebook post of the week STM specialties. And I got a couple things in here this week. So uh this is one I just stole like while I was laying across the bed. This is fucking hilarious. It says Hoes love, I mean, you guys know that I love people. So when I say ho, it's a, kind of a, I'm reading this. <laughs> That's not a word that I would use necessarily. I might, but fuck it for this is funny. Hoes love posting about stealing another bitch man, but won't post the STD she caught while the robbery was in progress. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was funny to me. It's like, you talk about stealing them, but what happened when you during the when you were committing the robbery? What's up with that STD? Fucking hilarious! People are so witty. I love it. Um, okay, that was one. That's not it. Let's see. Let me see what I got. And then this is y'all know one of my favorites, Allison Christie Johnson. Uh, y'all be wanting fake relationships that include real pussy and no money, sir. Die. <laughs> oh hilarious die please die um here's one that said this lady on the plane said vaxxed and waxed baby i'm ready for some action on this trip and that should be everybody's vibe this summer Vaxed and waxed i love it you got your vaccine and you got your brazilian and you ready to go and get you some action on vacation that is hilarious so i'm telling you i have had i literally have the absolute best stuff that pops up on my facebook i enjoy it so much so let's see what else is on here oh in this facebook group i'm in there was a post that said your fourth act has to send you $25 and so everybody start playing it and i pulled it up and my fourth act I screenshot and posted it and why they sent me $25 Kira Kyra sent me oh it is not Kyra's Kira sent me $25 yeah so I was lit like thank you for my uh, dinner I ain't even gonna be lunch I'm gonna use this for some dinner so that was kind of cool and we've been playing it all day so I'll, nobody ever got my name but I was like it's time cut this shit off before somebody start pulling my name however One of the admin of the group has two profiles, and both of his profiles came up a couple of times, so I think he was out $100. (laughs) He was like, how the hell I wake up to owing people money? (laughs) But it is a fun group that I'm in, and uh, they are a freaking hoot. All right, so let's see what else I got on here. My last Facebook post of the week, that's me... Okay, this is the last one. This is from Kizia. Uh, You have to learn the difference between someone disrespecting you versus you feeling disrespected. Emotional ears hear from a place of offense. Sometimes it's not what they said, it's what you were triggered by. And unless you know your triggers, you'll see everything as an attack. Baby, that to me... I love that. I freaking love that because one of the things that people always say when they talk about their kids or people at work or they'll say, oh, they disrespected me. You didn't feel disrespected. And I'd be like, I ain't hear that ignorant shit, but that's, I just don't go there. I, and I think it's, for me, it's like, I've worked so hard to be in a good space with my fucking self. Like, I don't want somebody coming to my space and yanking me out of my space, me owning the disrespect. So if somebody's disrespecting me, it's going to be blatant and obvious. I'm not going to guess at it. It's got to be more like, bitch, fuck you. It's got to be something like that, Some in a workspace. Then I can be like, oh, this bitch is tripping. But. For me to just take words from places, I'm not triggered by them anymore. So, this was, this meant a lot to me because I know people that literally get up in arms. They're talking about their children disrespected them. And I'm like, is your kid, like, is your kid, you're teaching them, they're growing under your tutelage. What? Anything they try, they're just seeking to see how to do it. And you're teaching them. So, you redirect you, but I'm like, you can't, lo- I'm like, I don't want to lose control to my children. If I give up control to my children one time saying they disrespected me or give to that moment of their power, they're going to keep fucking coming for me. And we're not playing those games. I'll step to you quick and be like, hey, your words are mean and you don't get to talk to me that way. If it's something you want me to know you need to figure out another way to say it. But this isn't a good way for me. And I'm not going to hear you. I'll stop that shit in a minute. But I'm not going to get mad and frustrated and cussing at them. And that's giving up too much power. And they know it because that's what adults do. That's what people, that's how they know they have control over you. So when you give that up and your kids know. So I love this. And it has nothing to do with them. It's definitely you and your triggers. It's your internal workings that's got you responding this way so i love that by uh kezia and uh, we did a autism panel a couple weeks ago for uh autism awareness day which was on april 2nd so we did that i so she's really nice i enjoy working with her talking to her she's got some good insight just very kind of aware like child of the universe or goddess. However, you know, whatever her stance is on who she is, she owns it well. And I really appreciate the energy and vibe she gives off. So that was my last Facebook post of the week brought to you by stmspecialties.com. Don't forget, this is it. This is my Steffi. It's got my Joy Exposed logo on there. And I'm working on some really cool stuff with my logo too. I'm excited about it. So I was sell me some t-shirts to get me some, um, tumblers to sell give me a couple pieces of merchandise to put on there and make me a little money so i'm looking forward to that all right so thank you thank you stm specialties and thank you guys so much for joining if you haven't already subscribed to our youtube channel subscribe to our youtube channel because we need youtube youtube subscribers (laughs) other than you can go back and watch videos um we definitely need subscribers, you know, so please subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. If you haven't, go ahead and subscribe now. That would be a freaking awesome. Also next weekend, not Saturday, the following Saturday is the, um, uh, is the, uh, Epic Memorial 5k. It is the, um, a uh, 5K that I'm hosting along with the bench counselor. And it's next Saturday, I can't believe it's 10 days away. And um, yeah, it's almost over. And I've definitely learned a lot about 5Ks. I've learned a lot about myself. I've learned a lot about people and patients. I'm learning a lot. Like I, every time I do something, it's a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And so I'm excited to see what next year looks like we're already we have a date for next year we already have good people that we're working with we're going to follow up with them again so you know it's it's, if you're not growing you're not going right you gotta grow right the more you know the more you grow if you don't grow you're not going anywhere you're gonna sit where you are in this space of make complacency maybe you're content there maybe that's fine but if you have any desires to do something outside of it do it because it's all you have to do is start walking and putting it in motion i saw somebody posted on facebook this morning all they said was help help exclamation mark and then this guy that i went to high school with was like keep swimming and that's a real man stuff right there right he's like i'm not even entertaining this uh just keep swimming uh so i just thought that was really cool because after that nobody really said anything <laughs> Like, what you yelling help for? Shit, go. You better doggy paddle or something, figure it out, start walking, whatever. So I think that's funny. But you know, it's all growth, growth, growth. So uh, we're available, Joy Exposed, you can hear on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere you listen to your awesome, amazing podcast, Joy Exposed is there. We uh, are growing. Our downloads are growing. Our listening hours growing. Joy Exposed is growing. And I am so pleased. I'm excited about the opportunity. And considering we'll be two years old tomorrow, and we just keep going. We've only missed, like, out of two years, maybe six weeks. We've only missed, like, and we missed three of those this year, right? And we're in a pandemic, so we got to give grace on that so we are really just growing and learning more stuff and i think once we get into the city once we get into atlanta and um you know get situated there you know we'll continue to grow i think that's just going to be a part of who we are we're going to grow we're going to make joy expose the staple and we're going to just keep trying to figure out what to do the production how to change it like i need a i want a commercial or i want the beginning credits when i posted on youtube and then i think about spending money to do that but then i'm thinking the majority of my listeners are on audio so they're on itunes and soundcloud spotify you know so they're there so they're not actually seeing it but i think it would just be really cool to have one of those the intros like the tv show i think that would be really cool and also to get picked up by a network which i'm kind of working on now um possibly be streaming on a network on youtube on um on Roku. So I'm working on that. I, I'm already doing a segment on the station, but I would love for them to pick up Joy Exposed to do weekly, to air it on their Roku channel. That would be dope for me and for them, right? So, you know, am kind of working on that as we go. We'll see. All right. So let me see what else I have. I, I Here's something that's been kind of well, I won't talk about that yet. I'm gonna talk about the goodness. Last week, I was so busy with work, like, and not busy complaining because I've learned that i am just followed the natural flow of what's happening in my life that it doesn't really fuck with me. Like, I have the time I need, I have the resources, the product shows up, you know, so I can't really complain. It's not like I'm tired. It's just like, damn, I can't believe I'm as busy as I am. And I'm just still going well naturally last week well about a month ago my girlfriend kelly asked me to go kayaking with her on easter morning and i was like sure i'll go i'll put it on my calendar i didn't know at the time that i was building in this kayaking off the hills of my freaking yucky um response to the COVID vaccine that was tough Um, but it's over and I'm not going to really talk about it because people still have to get their second vaccine and I don't want anybody afraid. I would do it all over again to have, get my vaccine. So no, I'm not talking negative about it by any means. I'm just saying like, um, it was a yucky, uh, it was a yucky response. Right. But it's okay. So that was on Thursday, Friday. So by Sunday, when it was time to go kayaking, I needed that time built in. And the universe allowed me a month ago to plan that time in there. It was almost like, I mean, of course, the universe knows everything. God knows everything that's happening. And then to have that time built in there after I had gotten my ass kicked for the month of March, and there was a lot going on in March. I had the medication I was taking for my ear. I had my COVID, two COVID shots. I fell off a bicycle. Like March was like shit. Like I thought March of last year going into the pandemic was crazy. This March really um, showed it up. So when I thought it couldn't be worse, it was worse. So anyway, I um, had Sunday, went kayaking. That was great. Well, Monday I was at work and... um I was as end of the day and I was on my messenger. Somebody had commented on my picture talking about how beautiful the water was in the spring and where was it? So I started chatting with her in Messenger. And she says, I'm gonna have to go there before I leave. And I said, Are you in Tampa? And she's like, Yeah. I was like, Oh. So my first instinct was send a message and ask if she wanna go to dinner. But y'all know me. Y'all know I don't really have any I don't have a personality like that. Y'all know my ass is introverted and I'll be headed home. Like I'll be at work, home, work, home. But I sat there and held my phone like... There's a reason why I felt like I wanted to reach out, right? So I said, would you like to have dinner or drinks? And I sent it. And as soon as I sent it, I was thinking, well, maybe we can do it Tuesday. I was already backpedaling out of Monday. But then I thought, hell, I can't do it Tuesday so she said yeah and we decided to meet and we had dinner and drinks and then another lady from um, facebook was in tampa she came and we all sat there and talked for a couple hours and that was fun so that was another kind of built-in leisure space for me like it wasn't planned i'm trusting my first mind go for it you know so it was good for me so sunday monday and then tuesday i got to see my mom and my sister and as busy as i was last week I had those built-in times of relaxation and leisure and i'm really appreciative of those times so today uh i just came home and just kind of chilled out just to give my mind some time and to make sure that i was ready for you guys like i want good raw yumminess for joy exposed i don't want to come here and be exhausted And not giving you guys the goodness. I need it to be ready for tonight. I need it to be in a good space to celebrate because this is important to me. My podcast is important to me. So that's why I came in rested because I don't want to roll up and be like, oh, I'm tired. I'm looking all crazy and disheveled. I need to look great. I need for my skin to look good. I need to have on my lip gloss. I need to be ready to drink my champagne out of my stepping. I need to be able to talk shit about Facebook and be grateful. So that's important. This is important. Podcast audience is important to me. And I'm seriously trying to think of something to do for my podcast audience who tunes into Facebook and YouTube. Mm-hmm. I want to do an event for you guys. And I'm just trying to figure that out. Whether it's next year or the year after, I don't know. But that's something that crossed my mind all the time. So, cheers to you guys for being here. I appreciate you. All right, so let me go look at this. my one of my girlfriends is a hopeless romantic, and that's gonna be the best way for me to say that she's a hopeless romantic. I've been a hopeless romantic I have and i i have and she just found herself in this yucky space of disappointment i think disappointment is the appropriate word because in she's disappointed her disappointment and anger was coming out towards someone but truly the disappointment and anger we feel in those situations we can't impose it on ourselves right we don't It ain't about us. We did the right thing. It's about them because they fucked up. Well, in actuality, it is about us. It is about us that we put our hope and God knows I've talked about this on Joy Exposed. We put our hope in a space that didn't deserve it, that didn't show us that hope was warranted or needed. And we do that a lot, that's the human humanity, that's the human side of us. We see a situation and hope it's good for us. It doesn't matter all the bullshit that's happened leading up to the moment, we're still hoping that. We have to stop doing that because that fucks us up, that hurts us when we put our hope in this yucky-ass space. And we do it with hope, with prayer, we do that shit like, oh, I hope, like, I hope my check is more than I thought it, I hope my check is more than it. Sh- I think it should be or it should be. Why would you hope that? Like, what the hell is that built on? If you took time off and you didn't get paid for it, you know your check is going to be less than what you usually get. Why would you exhaust yourself putting hope in this empty ass space? Now, if it is, in fact, greater than what you wanted or expected, then good. That's like icing. But if you know you've missed days, expect to get paid for eight days. Don't hope for 10. Expect eight because, damn it, you worked eight days. I had to learn that. And that was my biggest downfall with managing money. I hope this works itself out. I hope this. I hope I, I, I'm putting hope in all these empty spaces. And when the shit comes up empty for real, then I'm crushed because damn it. I hope for something different. That's fucking exhausting. It's exhausting. And when you deal with people who you want to share in love with, when they show you that they're fucked up people, trust that they're fucked up people. Don't think that. Don't hope that they're going to change because you. That's not how the fuck it works. And I've been in it. So I'm not saying I've never done it. I'm not speaking from a place of I've never done it. I'm speaking from a place of saying I know what it is and do something fucking different. Do something different. Because it ain't on the person that quote unquote hurt you. We'll say hurt you because God forbid we say that the person I let hurt me. Because if I say I let them hurt me, that's me accepting responsibility for me. And people aren't ready to do that. You want to put it somewhere else. They should have done this. They should have. And that hurt my friends when they're in this moment. I'm hurting for them. Like, I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. However, I don't. I don't stay in the moment. Like, I don't. Sorrow is a choice. That's what this uh, interviewer said to me the other day. Sitting in a moment of sorrow is a choice. Now, the pain is the pain, and we can deal with the pain. Knock your ass out, get up, keep it moving. You deal with the pain, but sitting there wallowing in it, letting it envelop you, letting it run your day, letting it. That's a waste of fucking precious time. Or per, you're doing it and the person's gone on about their life, about their day, doing whatever. So I talked to my girlfriend and she just was in a situation and she was so hurt. And she'll probably be. And here's the thing. I'm talking about it because we all suffer. But she'll hear this and she'll come from me like, you shouldn't have talked about that. And I know people know you were talking about me and this kind of thing. And I'm like, it's a lesson in this for everybody. So as much as you want, you want me to, now you want me to own that you're hurting, right? Now you want me to own it when in actuality, I'm using it to help other people. But that won't be what it is. We got it. She's she's not going to be happy. She's asked me that before. I heard your podcast. Were you talking about me? And I have to ask, like, about what? What, what did I say? Because I'm not, I talk about me. I own the shit that I've been in. And I didn't like that she was telling me that because I didn't like that she was in it. Like, I don't like it because first of all, ain't nothing I can do other than hear you and say, okay, that's fucked up. There's literally nothing I can do because I can't sit in that emotional, I can't sit in that sorrow space with you because there's no room for me in it. And there's no desire for me to sit in it. It's like, okay, okay, I'll talk to you later, you know, get I'll let me know how you feel and I'll check in. That's all I got. I don't, I can't sit there and maybe that means I'm not a good friend. I don't know, but I can't sit there and I can't, I can sit there once or twice, but I can't sit there the third time or the fourth time or the, I can't sit, I can't, my mind doesn't allow me to do that because I've healed from my bullshit stuff like that. And I know that there's a way out. And if I know there's a way out and I'm saying there's a way out and you don't reach for my hand to get out or you don't want what I have to get out, you want to stay in it. I can't do that. Right. I I build a whole platform on moving people to freedom. I move people to freedom. I want to go to freedom. I'm free. I want you to come. If you don't want to come, I'm not going to stay enslaved with you. I'm not going to stay hostage with you. I'm going to keep it fucking moving. I owe it to myself to do that. And it's unfair to ask me to stay a hostage because you want to be a hostage. I'm not gonna do it. I have another friend that's in a marriage that she doesn't necessarily like. We've talked about it for years. She's still married. I don't even talk to her about it anymore. She knows. But what what am I gonna say? If If people aren't ready to move, you can't fucking make them move. Whether it's fear, conditioning, comfort, contentment, whatever it is. But you can't expect people to sit in that yucky ass space with you. It's not fair. And if it means I'm not a friend because I won't sit there, it means you're not a friend because you want me to sit there. That's exactly how that fucking works. So if I just, and I, I had a hard time with that. And I just I had a hard time with it. There were some comments made on Facebook about lying and all of this stuff. And I was just like, when somebody lies to you, trust this, what they do, they're a liar. Like, you know how hard it, how long it takes for somebody to recover from telling you a fucking lie? Somebody can tell you one lie over the course of a year. And I promise you it'll take 10 years to fully recover from that one lie. Because... The mind doesn't release the fact that you fucking lied to me. Your intention was to lie to me. Your intention was to make ill use of me, to manipulate me. That was your fucking intention. So I can't forgive you for the lie. I got to forgive you for the bullshit that came before the lie. Before you looked at me and said, I'm a twirl this bitch. I'm a twirl her. She can't keep up with the shit I'm doing the lie happened long before you told it or the incident happened and that's the shit you can't forgive. So when people show you they're a liar, they're a fucking liar. That's who they are. They are a liar. Now, if they got 10 years to show you that they're not and you can give them that time to trust to build trust in them again, then that's exactly what you'll do. But otherwise, you never forget the day that they lied to you. You can you forgive yourself for falling victim and pray to the lie. You forgive yourself, but you never forget the fact that they started. They lied to you and they twirled you and got you caught up in some bullshit on their lie. Oh, I'm sorry, baby. No, the fuck you're not. You sorry I caught you. You sorry the truth came out. what You sorry for. And I know it's been more than a year that i talked about this on Joy Exposed, but my question for the lie is, what was your intention with the lie? And what exactly are you apologizing for? You apologizing because you lied, that ain't enough. Are you apologizing because you thought I was dumb, that I couldn't keep up, that you could get over? What, you got caught? You What the fuck you apologizing for? Give me some details, but don't just be like, I'm sorry. Fuck, you know, that's not enough for me. So that's for me, it's like when people show you that, believe them. And if you don't believe that they're a liar when they show you that, then you're being disrespectful. Respect who the fuck they are. Respect them. Respect them and treat them just like they are liars. Treat them like that. Not playing with too old for games. We're too old for games. Life is short. Checking behind our back. Looking through our phones, trying to sneak in somebody. This and blah 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 blah. Nobody got time for that shit. This is the 21st century, and we're coming out of a pandemic. Hopefully, knock on wood, we're coming out of a pandemic. Nobody has time for fucking lies. I don't want to do them, and I'm, and you know it. Like, and you know so. My quote that I came up with for the lie is, how do you untell a lie? What's the truth after a lie has been told? What is the truth after a lie has been told? After somebody has lied to you, what is the truth? The truth that is consistent is that they lied. The truth, the one thing you know for sure, they're a liar. That's the truth. doesn't matter how they switch it up. Oh, no, it don't matter. The truth is they're a liar. The truth is they lied to you. They can come back and try to fix it. That's never satisfying to the brain because you want to know why, who, what. Do you love them? Are you going to do it again? You got all these questions. None of that shit even fucking matters. We trying to force ourselves to understand why they lied to us instead of just saying, oh, it's a fucking liar. Hmm. I'm going to not trust me. I'm going to not trust my response to trust their response to their lie. I'm going to believe that their intention is better for me than my intention is for myself. I'm going to believe... <laughs> Fuck no. It's selfish as it is, the lie. I hate the, I don't like liars. I don't like it. Now, for me, when it comes to people in relationships, regardless gender relationships, when it comes to relationships, when you're lying to get what you want, your intention is to be fucked up in that relationship. Your intention is not to get caught. And so my girlfriend was really hurt because the guy lied. He lied to her and she said that he lied to me. And I said, is that the first time he ever lied to you? And she was like, well, yeah. And I said, Seriously? Because I'm in my mind. I'm like, I know we've had a conversation similar. And she was like, well, I mean, he's lied before, but guess what? That's it for, for me? He's lied before. Then, okay. Then why? Well, you're not surprised. You, you're surprised. You're mad at yourself. You're unhappy with yourself because you built you built a house around the lie. And then you're mad when the lie blew up the house, right? So, but that's on you. That ain't on him. He was consistent with who he is. He's consistent with who he is, how he wants to make use of you, what he wants from you. He's consistent in that. You wanted to make him something else. And he, he there's nothing about him that said, not even his own words said, I'm something else. Not even his own action said, I'm something else. You gave him that based on your own hope of placement. We give that based on where we placed our hope. And that's a tough place to be. I don't like it. Like, I'm, I'm serious. Like, that to me, because there's no reason for the subterfuge and deception. There's no reason for it, unless your intention is to get something from somebody without them knowing that you're going to get it. And you're, you don't have any intention from for them anything beyond the lie. And we have to trust that we. I, I'm the man. I used to talk about what a good person I was. I'm such a good person. I'm so good. I'm a good this. I'm a good this. I'm a good. I'm so good. All that shit meant is that I was just sitting there waiting on somebody to fucking take advantage of me. Fuck it. When I start setting up boundaries on how people made use of me, guess what? People stop fucking lying to me. They stopped lying to me because they're like, she is not putting up with this shit and we are not doing this. Um, we're not even cause she just she's not open to it. She's already put down this and I'm serious about it. Come at me side, you have a better chance of coming at me straight up. Come at me sideways. I'ma shut the shit down. Quick. I don't even there's nothing in it for me. Like you cannot sidle up to me to make ill use of me because I own my fucking steps. So if I walk into a yucky, mushy situation and I get taken advantage of, or somebody lies to me, good for them, because I open myself up to that bullshit. But better for me, because now I'm like, damn, I should have saw that shit coming. That's on me to be like, you were slipping. You slipped on that one. Like, damn, I own it. And I'm like, all right, not bad and I'm, my intention is it won't happen again. But I'm not, I don't give people, back to the respect, I don't give people that power over me to make ill use of me. I'm not putting that power of joycelyn in the hands of somebody who's barely capable of themselves. And the universe doesn't give the blueprint of us to a person. Nobody fucking knows what you're supposed to be doing. Nobody knows. They're guessing. They're only guessing with what you're doing to see how it benefits them. I wonder if our path's going to cross so I can X, Y, Z. I wonder if our path's going to cross because I need this. I wonder if our path's going to cross because this. Their intention is to make ill use of you from the start. So we literally have to look at ourselves and the steps that we make. And that's part of the healing. Tell yourself the truth about the shit, all of it, all of it, all of it from childhood, as early as you can remember on. Tell yourself the truth about the fucked up shit that happened in your life. Not what somebody told you, what you remember it to be. Tell yourself the truth about it. Own it. Know that now you're in control of the shit that happens to you. And keep it moving. And the problem, here's the thing. Men do that shit all the time. Men who are men. Not the babies that's trying to figure it out. And somebody, some woman's coddling them. Or I'm talking about grown ass men, successful men. They do that shit. That's how they move. The way they move. No information. They don't want to give up. You don't want to fuck with them. They don't care. All right. You don't want to fuck with me? Oh, cool. Peace. It's nice talking to you. Men do that shit all the time. All right. That's how they have competitions. That's how they can sit up and talk shit to each other. Man, fuck you. Such and such and such. All right, man. Such and such and such, such. Whatever. They ain't having no emotional sparring contest. They'd be like... I asked Faceless Love about his golf tournament. One of his friends was supposed to come drinks and his friend didn't come and I said well are you disappointed that he didn't come cuz I mean I'm a woman so it doesn't matter what kind of shit I talk I'm a woman are you disappointed because he didn't come cuz it's the second year in a row and he didn't come in the year and I asked him that he was like Nah, it's good and I said for real he's like yeah whatever and that was it like there was no like yeah he should have came that nigga didn't come none of that he was like yeah it's good and because I know him I know his words to be sincere. I know he's like, it's all right, cool. He might have had something else to do. He didn't make it, whatever. I didn't take away from my good time. I And it showed me that he wasn't even interested in spending time talking about that shit. After the fact, <laughs> that's how little it meant. Now, had he come, he would have enjoyed him being there. But the fact that he didn't, he wasn't waste time talking about it. That's the emotional space that a lot of times women exist in that men don't. But we want to force them into this emotional space. What do you mean? I thought y'all was such your friends. He didn't come and he tripping and da da da. He wasn't hearing none of that shit. Well, I wasn't finna say it because that shit ain't got nothing to do with me. So I wasn't finna get in it. But that's the emotional space that we put ourselves in. And then we want to be unhappy when it crashes on us. And that's not fair. It's not fair. Own it. You we gotta own it. I. My first book, I talked about the virtues of joy. That was the first time that I was completely transparent about the bullshit that I got myself into. And it wasn't that if you haven't read the books, it's not that I was in there complaining about motherfuckers that I met and hung out with I went through and chose in the story the narrative to write the good stuff the shit that was yummy to me it didn't matter who was in it with me or who was in it with the character Joy it was good shit for me I literally that's what I do right now I go into a situation pulling out good shit for me now whether you had a good time or you had a good time or you had a good time that shit ain't got nothing to do with me I'm going to have a good time, literally going to have a good time. And that helps me stay focused and it helps me stay balanced and it helps me stay aware of myself on my path. As soon as I start blaming people about my space, then I'm fucked up and I don't want to be fucked up. And I especially don't want to be fucked up because of somebody else. Drop somebody's name that's got me fucked up, man, fuck them. Nope. If anything, I'd be like, man, this bitch says such and such. I ain't giving no name. I ain't giving no power. I'm not directing any energy. I'm going to talk through that shit and I'm done. And it's so funny when I get caught up talking about shit. I'll be telling faceless love shit. And then all of a sudden I'll be like, I ain't talking about this no more. And he would be like, well, what happened? I'm tired of talking about it. I'm tired of hearing myself. I'm tired of hearing myself talk about this shit. I'm over it. I have a time limit on that shit. Like, damn, I talked about this shit like three days in a row. Like, man, fuck this. Like, literally, we he. You ever talk to him asking? Him, he know even if I don't feel good, if I don't feel well, if my body aches, I'm oh my god, my knee hurts and da 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 my knee and I'm da 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 da, da my knee and then he'll be like one morning, how you feel, baby? I'm good. How's your knee? It's good. Oh, it don't hurt. I don't want to talk about it. I'm done talking about that shit. I'm done sending energy to that shit to keep it fucking aching. Power in me. If I'm focusing on the pain in my knee, I'm focusing less somewhere else. Let me get my jump rope. Let me go jump rope. Let me go walk these three miles. Let me do these squats. I know what I need to do. But if I'm talking about it, I'm taking away energy from something else. And I'll do that shit in a minute. I'll be like, hey, I don't want to talk about that today. But don't you... Hey... I said I don't want to fucking talk about that today. (laughs) I'm horrible. But I just think that we all need to be in a space to shut that shit down. Because it's so much goodness out there in this world. And we get caught in this yucky ass moments. We get caught in these yucky moments. And I'm over the yucky moments. I'm like, I want goodness. Like, So whatever I'm doing... I'm going to have a good time (laughs) because I'm not planning to have a bad time. I'm literally not planning to have a bad time and I'm not going into something having a bad time. I am, I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to get the pleasure in it. That is for me. Um, My girlfriend, uh, Kelly, who I went kayaking with said, we were talking and she said, she always tell herself, you create your own monster. So she was, it me. Look, she was saying, "Um, how you start, how you start out with people and situations. If you're pretending or hoping or whatever, you create the monster. So by the time the shit blow up, it's all shit you've allowed." <laughs> and I was like, "I like that you create your own monster because we do at work." Anywhere, I remember being at work and somebody wanted me to work on something and they're like, well, you can do such, such. I was like, no, I can't. Well, yes, you can. And you get, I said, no, fuck, I can't. I'm not interested, but such a, but I had to back up and hold firm on my no, but I had to reflect on my years prior to that where I was, okay, I got it. I'll be on this committee. I'll do this. I'll do this. I created the monster. So people would see me and think, Oh, she's gonna do it. Well, no, the fuck, she's not. She's over it. She's not doing it. And now I've got to redraw the lines. And me re—not now, but at the time, me redrawing the lines now means people have negative things to say because I'm no longer allowing them to make ill use of me, or to use me up, or to take advantage of me. Or I'm not when I stop that, then I'm a problem. But I created. I own that. I own it. So when they were like, well. It's mandatory that you, and I'll be like, oh, is it? Let me get my contract. Let me go read my contract because I don't remember that being mandatory in my contract. Well, I mean, well, he hopes that you will, see, don't, see, and that's the, look at that. It's mandatory to he hopes. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. This is why it's so important to be aware of yourself and to be comfortable with saying no, right? be comfortable with saying no and drawing boundaries to protect you and your peace and your happiness. And that's what we do here at Joy Exposed. On Joy Exposed, it's nothing but goodness. It is nothing. When joy is exposed, everything just feels better. When you can find the goodness in yourself, every single thing you do will feel better. I spent years miserable at jobs, Trying to do a good job, trying to get recognition, a dollar raise, a this, a this. People talking to you like shit. Trying to, like all of that, my evaluation. I need a, oh my God, I spent years doing that. And now, here I am working still for somebody else, but I'm also working for myself. And you know who evaluates my performance working for myself? Me. You know what that means? I go hard. I go hard for my shape solutions. I go hard for Joycelyn Wells, the author. I go hard for Growing Men, the foundation. I go hard for the shit that I know I have to give myself an exemplary in my uh, performance evaluation. Because if I fuck up and get an unsatisfactory, that means anybody connected to any of my projects will suffer. And we're not having that. That's a no so for my shape solutions for my business i'm in that shit, and can't nobody take that from me i'm going to put my time in i'm going to put quality and effort and i'm going to produce a great product for my clients so that they will stay and they will send people and we will continue to grow now i have to own all the shit i said early on I had a meeting today. I thought it was about 7. She thought it was at 6. I missed I missed the meeting. Ain't no reason for me to be like, "Well, dad, da. I missed the fucking meeting with my client." Whatever it was, I missed it. So now, let me rectify the meeting. Let us have the meeting so that I can give her what she wants from my shape solutions. Let me get to the place that I can give that. That's it. It ain't about her it's about me. If I set up whining about what somebody else did, it takes away from the fact that I'm supposed to be doing a great job. It's on me. I got a website I'm working on for a couple that's getting married next week and they want their web they want their website launched the Monday after they get married. It's not finished today, but it's going to be finished real soon cuz I need them to see it before the wedding. We were supposed to meet, I got sick. We didn't get to meet, so we will. And I know that, I'm not big I'm not big on canceling shit, I'm not big on whining, that's not who I am. I'm owning the fuck that I own a company and I'm offering a service and I have to deliver it. That's what we should do in relationships with people. Be who you are and be true. Well, first of all, know who you are and be that person. Own your actions so that no one has control over you. Own your own actions so no one has control over you. As soon as you complain, are a victim, some bullshit, somebody is controlling you. I don't like that. That's that's a no for me. (laughs) Yeah, look, that's a no for me, so sorry not gonna happen and people come for you because they see what they want in you and you have to be able to say oh no i don't do that no no that's not but i can help you i can connect you with someone who can do that for you no i can't do that right you have to be able to recognize what your boundaries are and what you're capable of doing but you don't get to come make ill use of me right and this is just what we've been talking about tonight and just be true to who you, true to you. Th- first of all, take some time and find out who you are. That will be the most glorious experience you ever have to find out who you are. What you like, what you don't like, the pleasure, the pain, the ceiling, the floor, everything about yourself will be probably the most exciting thing that happens in your life because you grow up trying to please so many people and then one day you realize damn i'm a whole vibe up in here like and can't nobody tell me no because no one has the blueprint on you you're a whole vibe right that's what's up that will be so pleasurable for you and it also allows you to walk into situations And be your authentic self without wondering about people around you. Yeah, they may have something to say. It's because they're seeking for themselves. It ain't about you. It's about them. You just don't get to be a victim. You get to be your amazing self. And I love that I'm ending right here. Because think, my first book is four years old. I wasn't a writer before I published my first book. I mean, maybe a little bit in my journals and stuff like that, but I published a book four years ago, and I published another and another and another, and I have authors I've published for them. Like, I built a whole business on recognizing the greatness in me. I don't have any merchandise sitting around. I don't have an inventory warehouse full of stuff. I have my brain, and my skill, my excitement, my level of self-efficacy. I have everything in me, and I would not have been able to do this in my dark space of being a victim, my dark space of waiting for somebody to rescue me, my dark space of getting lost in the sorrow. I wouldn't have been able to do any of this. I would have been still there unfortunately i'm not so this is joyce wells with joy exposed and happy anniversary to the virtues of joy we're celebrating and we got us some prosecco tonight and happy anniversary to joy exposed tomorrow two years so i'll probably do some champagne tomorrow well i,
1: I will i got a
0: bottle already and just look at all that goodness just look at what freedom does and just look at that. And everybody's not going to own a business, but everybody can be fucking free. And there's nothing wrong with that. So this is Joyce Wells with Joy Exposed. Remember, when Joy's exposed, everything just feels better. Mwah. I'll see you guys next week. You've been awesome. Bye.